Trouble at Mill with New Zealand football. Why the world celebrate the beautiful game over here in New Zealand. Uh, well, on a bit of an arm wrestle between the Professional Players Association and New Zealand football. Lots of tantalising, mouth-watering stories uh, coming out of, uh, well, one party anyway so far today through Michael Burgess. And uh, obviously the Players Association have... Uh, sent a letter into New Zealand football outlining some of the the problems under coach Andreas Haraf for the football ferns. Uh, out of the Professional Footballers Association, we're joined now by Harry Nata as we take a look at this. This is very turbulent times for New Zealand football, is it not, Harry? And welcome to the show. Hey, Tars. Hey, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, really, because, um, look, I mean, yeah, the, I think we had you know the number 11 team. I think they are. Japan play, um, come down to New Zealand. We played our first uh, first game, I don't know how many years in Wellington for, from a football ferns perspective, but that was really cool. Got a really good crowd, um, uh, and then yeah, I think so. I know from a player's perspective, they were really looking forward to playing at home um, in front of fans, in front of family, um, and obviously it was a, a pretty cool crowd. I think it was over seven thousand that, that got into Westpac. So all in all, they were really looking forward to that. But um, yeah, as you said, there's um, yeah a few things that have, that have happened since then, and we've. From a players association perspective, we've um, yeah, we've, we've asked the, the the girls to document their their thoughts and their feedback, um, and we've sent those through to New Zealand Football yesterday. So, as I understand it, um, New Zealand Football have those documents, um, and we'll be uh, reviewing them at the moment, um, and we'll work through the next steps with them um, over the next hopefully next sort of 24, 48 hours. What can you tell us about the content of that letter, Harry? Look, I can't tell you about the content. I'm sorry, Das, but um, well, the, our letter is, is to New Zealand football was yeah was 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 pretty um, pretty generic. Uh, it was around um, some concerns that the the football ferns, um, some players in particular, had um, uh, with the recent tour to in, in Japan. Uh, sorry, in, in Wellington and, and the camp and the environment. I think there's been, I suppose, a lot of uh, a lot of speculation and a lot of noise around. Um, uh, an unprofessional environment um, throughout the football ferns, and look, they've had a, a pretty tough time, I think, of in, in recent um, in recent times, and, and through our dealings with um, some of the past players, so Christy Hill, Maya Jackman, obviously Sarah Gregorius has been a part of our organisation. Um, uh, uh, so we've, we've worked through uh, uh, for a number of years with uh, with the ferns on, on a number of different things. And um, you know they were, they've had some fantastic success as a uh, as a football team with with Tony Reddings. Obviously, there was a change in in, in coach with um, uh, Gareth Turnbull taking the reins, I think, for the games in Asia, uh, in Thailand, and then obviously in Spain and obviously in Wellington with with Andreas with his sort of dual role, I suppose, with technical director and then uh, as football firms coach. So. Um, that's where we're sort of, in a nutshell, where we're sitting at the moment, Dask, to answer your question in a roundabout way. Um, yeah, we've sent the letter. It's voiced some concerns that the players have. It's now with New Zealand football. Uh, they're reviewing it. And like I said, we'll be we'll be talking with them over the next sort of short period of time. Is this with precedent? Does this happen much where, where a, a huge group of a top team in the country have gone to their association and said, this is not good enough? We're unhappy. You guys well, have got to do something for us? Well, not, not really. Is it? I mean, I, I can't. Off the top of my head, um, you know, come on, it's never happened in, in in football, I suppose, in our in our time. Um, anyway, so and, and like I said, off the top of my head, it's, it's, been, it's been really uh, a really difficult one. But I suppose from the from the from the girls from the that were involved with the team, it's a really courageous and bold step that they've taken to um, you know to band together. 
um, to highlight some concerns um, that they have with um, uh, within their high performance environment right here and now, and you know they'd, they'd like some action uh, from or like some support and some action from their their national body, which is you know obviously what we've we've sent through, and we'll await um, uh, some dialogue over the next sort of, like I said, 48 hours, mate, I think. So, Harry Nader, when you, when you get this information from, what was it, 10 players who have penned lead and say we're deeply unhappy, what processes do you guys go yeah. through to make sure that you're in the right position to actually go to New Zealand football and go, there's a problem here? What checks and balances have you got? Well, we've, we've, we've yeah, obviously there was, there's a bit of, um, yeah, there, I mean, was it a month, six weeks ago, we did the, the whole collective bargaining piece, and that was a real... Um, you know, a real success story, I suppose, for um, for our game, and not only for the guys, but for the for the girls as well. I mean, to have one one agreement that covers both both genders is um, is something to be really proud of. Um, so that was that was a, a starting point, and I suppose there was um, areas of within the the bargaining agreement that you know, if we having any type of disagreement or any. If there are any issues, like any any term of employment, does if you're unhappy with Goran, you know you go write a letter to your boss and go, mate, this guy's been a nightmare. Can you, you know, I need so, um, and not 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 throwing it in jest or anything like that, but you know it's a serious it's a serious matter. If you know if your employment um, process is, is jeopardised by the environment, um, you feel you can't perform at a certain level for whatever reason. So yeah. It, any, Are you obliged, though, Harry, to take these concerns straight away to New Zealand football? Do you have to go through a number I mean, of checks yourself to make sure no, that they're no, not? That's the, that's the first. That's the first port of call. Uh, so, like anything, if, if if you know, if I'm a player and I've got a concern, um, yeah, and I've got an avenue or I've got a, an outlet that I can I can consult. And we have, you know, there's there's a few of us um, that have um, that have been around the game a wee while. Ivan Bissolich is another one that's involved in our organisation. So. The Godfather gets involved quite a bit in these types of things, and he's very passionate about about player welfare and about you know players full stop. So, you know, we have a an internal, yeah, I suppose internal process that we 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 you know relate to and can be very I suppose flexible in terms of how we how we do things. Um, so, yeah, the information comes to us from the players. Um, it's and we and we you know voice that concern through to New Zealand football in in, in the right process that we have under the collective bargaining agreement. There's also a thought pattern, uh, Harry, that, that some of the, the women involved don't want to play under this guy, Haraf. If he was to stay on, is there a chance of strike action or something along those lines? Well, Could you initiate well, that's, that? Or? That's, that's pretty extreme, Darth, you know. Um, but, you know, you get to the point now where um, yeah, a lot of those questions are, are, are asked and are, I'm, I'm sure are being asked um, at, a, at a New Zealand football level. You know, what, what is the plan? What do we do? You know, there are, I suppose, a number of different options that are that are pretty, um, you know, um, that, are, that are before them right now. It's how we, you know, how you navigate that and how you work through it um, to come up with a solution um, that best suits, I suppose, the outcome um, uh, to benefit both, I suppose, at the end of the day. So it's it's a tough one to ask, though, but we just have to, like I said, we just have to work through it. Um, you know, we've made the first step. Um, it's now with New Zealand football, and we'll take the next step together on you know what potentially the outcome may look like. What are your expectations about what they may or may not do? You must have thought through this as well. well what are you yeah, hopeful to happen? We, we requested an independent review, Das, on the um, on the environment, um, and I'm sure that'll be considered from a New Zealand football perspective. So, and then obviously that that will take some time. Obviously, there'll be some. I spoke in any. I mean, I've been under a review, you know, this type of thing before. But 
there are a number of recommendations that will, you know, and outcomes that will come from that. And that's, I suppose, the next step would be, okay, as an organisation, what do we, as a football community, need to do to, you know, obviously to improve our, our process, to obviously improve our, the experience that the players have, not just at an elite level, but grassroots level and all levels of football. Um, and I, I, that may be a, a generic term used because we're talking about elite at the moment. But, you know, if I've got an eight-year-old daughter uh, who wants to play football and, you know, at one day may aspire to be a football firm. So, um, yeah, having, having role models are really important and role models you can look up to and you can understand that, you know, that why they're playing for the firms and what it means to play play for your country. And there's only a select number, of, you know, as we know, um, of elite athletes that get a chance to do that. And it's a very special moment. So, um, and to have that, I suppose, um, jeopardised in any way, in any shape or form, um, yeah, we need to obviously, you know, voice our concerns um, and how that's happened. Michael Burgess seems to think that um, Andreas Haraf may be suspended while they, while they look at this, they investigate that. Is, is that what you would like to see happen? Do you believe that's the next step forward? Well, I think it comes down to a, um, yeah, an, an employment um issue now or employment process um, and whether that's a, a process New Zealand football have in their, uh, in their term of employment um, then that remains to be seen but yeah look, I'm, I'm expecting look, uh, um, I understand um, uh, New Zealand football are meeting over the next sort of 24 hours and I'm expecting a, you know some form of contact um, over the next short period of time and we'll work through like I said we'll work through that um, with New Zealand football um and we'll see what that looks like, and hopefully over the next sort of forty-eight hours. And also, of course, they've got the the issue around um, Andreas holding dual roles. Wouldn't mind your comment on that. But also, Andy yeah. Martin saying yep. that there's nothing to worry about last week, and also, it's uh, it's thought that he maybe have withheld a report that was reasonably damning. Re Haraf's uh, attitude and the like around the the Spanish tour playing Scotland. Uh, what do you know about that okay. situation? Okay, um, look, I, yeah, in terms of a dual role. Yeah, I mean, again, if you look at uh, as a purely employment issue, not not a coaching issue, because he is a, obviously an employer, um, uh, employee, sorry, of New Zealand football. Having having dual roles can can obviously there are there are obviously positives in, in doing that, and the, but there are also you know questions around um, you know again if if, if you're a, a head coach and you're reporting through to the technical director at, at whatever level, then. You know, he says he necessarily is he reporting through to himself. How does that, you know, how does that work? Or, you know, um, I suppose that's, I suppose that's the detail that people are trying to understand in, in, a, in a dual role right, right here and now. Um, you know, Ricky Herbert had dual roles with you know, the Phoenix and the and the uh, and New Zealand football at, you know, at the time, you know, a few years ago. So look, it, it, I suppose it can be done, but there's supposed to be, I suppose, needs to be really clear guidelines around. You know how that process looks, and I, and I suppose from a New Zealand football perspective, they would have, I suppose, you know, uh, come up with a, a process or, or a you know, job description around how both of those roles would would work together. So, um, but it, it is a yeah, it is a bit of a yeah. Uh, I don't know whether it was a short term fix or whether it was just a let's wait and see, let's do the next couple of tours and, and see what it looks like, and whether we pres- we progress with that with that role, that dual role, um, post that. I'm not. I'm not sure, but that, I assume that was the maybe the plan that they would have had. But that's just my opinion. And, and Andy Martin's involvement in all of this, the possibility they may have held information back. Does that concern the professional, um, the footballers' well, association? I, I, yeah, I'm not aware of any information that Andy's, you know, allegedly to have withheld. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it, 
like anything, if you if you you know, open in clear transparency is what we all sort of hopefully strive to work towards. Um, you know, we we need to understand what you know what the delegations are and how that was conducted. But in any any in any relationship, there needs to be it needs to be a two way thing, right, Das? You know, so um, yeah, I'm I'm not aware or or I suppose privy to how that looked or what happened in that instance, but. Yeah, from my perspective, that you know everything needs to be. And, and to be fair, you know I've had contact with Andy a couple of times um, uh, over the last sort of few hours, and yeah, you know, uh, he has kept me updated with with progress. So it's yeah, it's open and transparent. There's communication there, so we just need to make sure we're working, you know, towards a timeline that we can both be, you know, come out with a decision at the end of the day over the next. I suspect it'll be over the next sort of couple of days, three days potentially. So you are like us, and we sit and we wait. We and sit and wait, mate. <laughs> yeah. a pleasure. Thanks very much for your time and expertise. No worries, Thank you. All good, mate. Okay. Bye-bye.